Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen, Copen in Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello and welcome to the Six Show Podcast on 97.7 FM. My name is Owen and not with me in the room, but with me on the phone is Marius. Hello, hello. And Marius is on the phone because he's locked into a house because he was near someone who has corona. Yes, yeah. I'm uh, being socially responsible, I think uh, you could say. And, uh, 100% uh, you could say that. Yeah. myself. <laughs> um. I did go out and got a test today because, uh, yes, I, I, I may have been in contact with someone who had corona. Um, she may have gotten it after I was in contact with her. So, uh, but yeah, just, uh, just doing that thing you have to do. I appreciate you putting the effort in and uh, calling in, though. That's, that's a good idea. I, I don't the like show that. must go on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of which, what's coming up on this show, Marius? Coming up on the show today, uh, we'll kick it off with the, the classic news roundup. Um, got a bit about a Russian warship. Got some, uh, some uh, Corona stuff and new buzz, new buzz. Then we have Jesper Hansen from Site and Co. Um, which is uh, uh, we mentioned it last week. There was a, a, a festival coming up with the sort of. Um, yeah, a little music festival. Mm-hmm. And we have the, the lead singer and the, the person on the uh, washboard, Jesper Hansen, in for an interview to talk about sort of uh, Cajun, this Cajun festival that was coming up where uh, it sadly been canceled. But he's yeah, tell us sadly. About, uh, and we, we were, because the, the idea was that you, you, hadn't, you hadn't heard of what Zydeco was. And we thought, wow, that's an interesting thing to discuss. There's a Danish Zydeco band. Um, and we yeah. were all excited for a case. We it was the one thing you and I were like really looking forward to. We were going to, go, uh, but then maybe you have you got Corona, so we 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 thought maybe best not to go. But the plan was to go to a Cajun festival uh, and yeah. uh, interview the band and, and talk to them. Um, but sadly, in the intermittent time as the world continues to collapse around us, uh, Marius nearly got Corona and the festival was postponed. Mm. But we still did not the interview. Uh, we still had a fantastic just... what. <laughs> Say again. So say not not because I it wasn't my fault. It wasn't because I nearly got corona. For the festival, you mean? You phrased that. Yeah, made it sound like it was my fault. That that the festival was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we still continue. We we pretty we, sure it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 ventured on anyway, and we 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 spoke to uh, Jesper. Well, I spoke to Jesper because Marius um, yes. might kill people, um, and uh, had a fa- fascinating uh, interview with him, uh, which is coming up later. And uh, then we'll uh, finish it off with uh, some uh, some hot tips. Well, a Russian warship uh, collided with um, uh, a, a long freighter uh, called the Ice Rose, Rose, just south of uh, the Drogen Channel, which is in Denmark. Oh. Uh, the Danish uh, defense uh, has uh, revealed that a Russian warship uh, was involved in this collision um, this morning, September 23rd. Um, in Danish water, um, and um, yeah, so the, the the details are a bit sparse, but I thought it was interesting because there has been a lot of sort of talk about uh, Russian mm, sort of more spy, uh, yeah. like submarines and trained dolphins and stuff like that. Mm. 
mostly sort of around Norway, but also there was, uh, I think there was some uh, Russian planes entering Danish air. In Scotland as well, there was, I think a a Russian um, plane entered Scottish airspace like last week. Hmm. What are they up to? Um, what are they up to? What are they up to? But apparently, this this was not like a. They weren't as they were allowed to go through the the Broken Channel. Um, but uh, the plan wasn't to collide, obviously. Um, ah. But uh, it was a very uh, it was a very foggy um, sort of uh, time at the sea. It has uh, been so that might be to blame. It has been a super foggy morning the last couple of mornings. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Uh, not in the mornings, but I didn't have a... Uh, I drove home uh, uh, and drove through Felleparken. Yeah. And I, it was in the evening. Mm. And it was com- like it was like a mythical, magical landscape because I couldn't see sort of more than like two meters ahead of me and it was all foggy. Is, uh, is, that, what you, is that what counts as a mythical, mytho- mythological, la- magical landscape? In Copenhagen, yeah. That, 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 if you can't see your your hand in front of your face, it's considered magical. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My friend I, that I was riding with said it was scary. I thought it was magical. <laughs> he was expecting to be murdered. I was expecting to meet a, a little gnome that would lead me to uh, something exciting. <laughs> I was going to say pot of gold, but I'm afraid I was going to offend your uh, your. My my sure. my kind. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so uh, yes, uh, they're they're they they might be able to blame the fog, but uh, since it was a sort of a yeah a, a frigate, which is a, a sort of a, a yeah, what do you call it a, a warship, mm-hmm. they do have uh, radars and stuff like this. Uh, Most ships do, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, um, they turned this off. Uh, the the so uh, yeah, they uh, they had a little collision, right? Um, okay. So so that's the story. Uh, maybe there'll be more uh, unleashed. Um, but uh, yeah, if you heard a heard a heard a noise out from the sea, now you know what it is. <laughs> that you didn't. Nice. Thank you very much. Anyway, yes. Now. Police here in uh, Copenhagen, and we talked about this last week, uh, that they are uh, sort of cordoned off as uh, a social hotspot, so to say, in uh, in Nürburgring. Mm. Um, but uh, they're continuing this uh, with an uh, increasing number of uh, these yeah, coronavirus infections in the city. Police have sort of opted to extend the restrictions on popular hangout spots in uh, Kilbyen. Um, and yeah, as, as, as we mentioned last week, Nürburgring. So in uh, in the meatpacking district, Kilbyen, the ban on gathering has been extended to the uh, September 30th, uh, operating between uh, 10 and uh, 2 a.m. Um, meanwhile, Wait. the restrictions. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, we so you can you can go there during the normal hours to eat and hang out, is it? Like yeah, because yeah, all bars have to shut at 10. Yeah. But there's a whole. It's I think it's more so all the bars will shut down, but the police will also uh, you know politely tell you to. And get the fuck out of there! Um, ah, if you were hanging out after uh, ten, I didn't know the meatpacking district was a place to hang out. Oh, Owen, <laughs> what have you been doing with your life? Missing out by the sounds of it. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. There's 
a giant car park there. <laughs> yes. Oh, I got anyway, oh yeah, missing out in the car park. Um, but yeah, so they're sort of uh, continuing this. Uh, where in uh, Nobel Parken, um, it's from uh, Thursday to Saturday. The band runs from six to six a.m. Except in front of uh, this Cafe Friheden, where there's this little skate park thingy. And uh, Castro, uh, Cafe Castro, just right up uh, by the Red Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band begins at 10 there. If uh, you were to find yourself in uh, these areas uh, violating the restrictions, you may be liable to pay 250 kroners. Um, so, no loitering, yes. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm worried that they might extend it till sort of after October even also. So, but uh, let's see, mm. let's see. Finally, there's a new bus in town, and it's not a Corona bus. It's an electrical bus. Uh, 53 new electrical buses uh, will soon take the, uh, to the streets of Copenhagen, electrifying three busy bus routes. Uh, so this makes uh, yeah, noise, and, and you can go on a guilt-free journey uh, wow. through, the, through the city on a bus now. I th- so it's, at it's the beginning, the because... Copenhagen's be- because this is over the phone and the quality's not great and we keep interrupting each other. I thought you said there was a new buzz in town. I thought it was like a hip new location or a club or something. I'm like, I'm looking forward to this. But it's a bus. It's a <laughs> bus. Okay. okay. It's a bus. But it's, a, it's an electric bus. It's an electrical bus. So it's, it's very exciting. But isn't, isn't, uh, um, that- isn't, isn't uh, the 5C run on biofuel or is that something I've completely made up because I had a dream about it once? Uh, I hope that was not your dream, because uh, then I would, uh, yeah, feel a bit sorry for your dreams. <laughs> no, that is true. Uh, there are uh, uh, sort of it's 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 they're expanding and sort of Denmark uh, sort of marching ever closer to a greener future. Yeah. Um, can't believe that. Well, but we have this sort of by twenty thirty. We wanted to by twenty thirty. The plan was that every building would be made of trees. And we would only get around by riding donkeys. I think was the plan. Yes. By twenty thirty, it was it was ambitious. The only way to. It was an ambitious <laughs> uh, uh, goal, but um, we're we're getting there. Uh, but yeah, so um, more more green buses coming. Let's uh, kind of give us all a, a nice. What routes do you know? Bus. No, um, but it's yeah, it's. Three uh, of the busy bus routes here in Denmark, uh, in Copenhagen, so on. Yeah, but it doesn't go into which ones exactly. Huh. But they should be careful also of changing. Remember last time they they changed some of the bus routes that caused quite quite the stir amongst the uh, the people. Indeed, people were angry. I believe the nine A so, uh, just disappeared. But yeah, so uh, them them the news. I thought like I could have thrown in some more Corona uh, stuff. Mm. But to be honest, I am, I am, I am bored by this. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah. I was reading that uh, Danes are also where previously we've been very sort of on board with all the restrictions and sort of, yeah, the government is doing a good thing and uh, taking sort of doing a yeah good job. Now the the, 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 the the shoe's on the other foot, so to speak, a little bit, or people are, are slowly getting more and more annoyed with the sort of, yeah, introducing the new restrictions and sort of some of the bit mixed messaging that's been coming. 
which I think is something we're seeing around the world. Uh, we're not quite there yet with sort of uh, protests, protests and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And people not wearing. Uh, I really don't. I really don't want to see protests. I don't want to see protests about this personally. Uh, no, me neither. Me neither. I can. Uh, I can understand people's frustration. Uh, I feel it too. But I think we we really need to keep in mind that this is the the word that w is is completely accurate. It's unprecedented. Like there is no call like play sheet for this they don't they've never experienced it before they're dealing with it as as they mm. as it comes up absolutely um the okay so like with the, the new restrictions and bars and things like this certainly it's somebody who has never worked in a bar or understands the service industry is making these decisions which is a major faux pas that, that that's mm. that's uh, like you they should be consulted or consulting the people in the industry of, of how to, how best to deal with this. But at the end of the day, it's there. It's day by day finding out new things, finding out what the numbers are, finding out how, how we think we can <clears throat> get over, get past this. But um, so I'm not I'm not angry. I'm, I, I'm I'm frustrated, but I'm not angry. You know. Yeah, and I think I think that's uh, yeah doesn't help getting getting angry about it. No. I mean, obviously. It's a lot of people's livelihood, and, and sort of we're seeing. Maris, do you have? Sorry to interrupt, but do you have a, a do you have a pet mosquito in your room? Your yeah. phone is is buzzing like a mofo. Is it buzzing like a mofo? Yeah. Oh. Stop. Okay. It's done. It's doing it again. It's still doing it. Yeah. Still going. All right, there you go. That's <laughs> Is it back now. No, it's good. You're good now. Whatever you're doing, do keep doing that. Don't do anything else. Okay. All right. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That was uh, the news. Thank you very much, Marius. That is from. Uh, uh, Copenhagen Post. You can check out all those articles and much, much more on Copenhagen Post. And if you've checked, checked, checked. Clicked the, clicked the link onto the, uh, the, the the podcast. Thank you very much for joining. Uh, welcome to the show. If you've never been here before, this is uh, a, a, a new version of it where we're, we're doing it um, under quarantine uh, conditions. But hey, at least we're doing it. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So last week, last week, Marius uh, gave us a hot tip, which he always does, and he gives us great ones. And last week was a particularly fun one. It was a Zydeco and Cajun festival going to be happening this Saturday. And Marius didn't know what Zydeco was, and I found that fascinating. So we thought, hey, let's learn more about Zydeco and Cajun. So we uh, uh, reached out to the, one of the bands that had organized this festival, and uh, Uh, yes, but the, the the lead singer of uh, Zaid and Co, uh, the band, uh, replied and said, absolutely, I'd love to come on the show, talk to you about uh, the festival and the music and everything and where it came from. But just so you know, the festival was cancelled or postponed indefinitely. So sadly, we will not be able to have some of that Cajun chicken or the the, the um, cornbread that we'd been so excited and looking forward to. Or uh, I wouldn't have had the beautiful moment of seeing The wonder in Marius's eyes when he saw a grown man play a washboard. But we did the next best thing, and we interviewed uh, one of the men who does that, Jesper, and he said they were looking forward to rescheduling the festival, but... We don't know where and how. <laughs> when when did it, when did that happen? Because it, 
I, I was checking the website. I didn't I didn't see it uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, well, it happened like a few days ago, something right. like that. So, yeah, all right. And uh, our our band leader has been uh, working on the World Music Festival, so he's been pretty yeah. tied up at the moment. So. Yeah. Okay. So uh, no, he he didn't have the chance to to send it out, but I'll make sure that it comes up on the website. Yeah. Very soon is quite important so people don't show up. <laughs> well, I've already been telling people about it. Like, I mean, so we gotta we gotta quickly uh, rearrange our Saturday plans, but uh, yeah. it'd be right. But t- tell me, how did it how did it come about? How did the Cajun festival, music festival, food festival come about? Well, it was uh, well, it was the idea of our band leader Kim Jesus, mm. who um, thought that we needed to put out this kind of music in Denmark uh, <laughs> because it's not. It's not a lot of people know about Cajun or Sideco music at all. No. And it's such a happy music, so we wanted to get it out there and also get a chance to play for people. Yeah. So, And there are a few bands, actually. Oh, Zydeco bands? I think we're like five or six Zydeco bands in Denmark, that, actually. That is, a, that is still a surprising number I w- for Zydeco bands in, in Denmark. Like, I... I I wouldn't have even been able to say one or two. Like if you, if I hadn't heard about this festival, I would have thought like, oh, maybe it's just not a thing here. No, I think that's also why we um, we uh, we blended it up with a with a Cajun festival. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a little bit more Cajun bands, but it's, I mean, it's two sides of the same story. Yeah, so to speak. So, can you can you explain for those who've never heard of it what is Zydeco? Well, in order to say what Zydeco is, I have to start to say what Cajun is. And it's all about that it started as a lot of French Creoles living in um, up in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I cannot remember the name of their religion, but they were kind of cast out. Mm-hmm. Or tried to force to convert into another religion, but they wouldn't. And we're talking 1700s or something. Mm-hmm. And then they got uh, banned, and then they came down to New Orleans. And um, down there... Everything turned into a big melting pot mm-hmm. of some freed slaves and people coming in. A lot of island music, Haiti and things. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where Cajun music started as kind of folk music because Cajuns only had what they could carry. So that would be the fiddle and that would be the harmonica and uh, that would be the old time washboard. Mm-hmm. But then when it turns about 1900s uh, and the blues and... I wouldn't say rock and roll, but blues and gospel things, having a lot more power. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some decided to put drums on the Cajun music and make it a little more danceable, mm-hmm. while the others kind of turned into a little bit more folkish music. Yeah. Because there's no drums on that. So we put drums and bass and into it, and that turns into Sadako, perhaps because it was at the start is more black people playing Zydeco than whites, mm-hmm. but it's always been mixed. Mm-hmm. Everything from from New Orleans at that time was mixed. Mm-hmm. Even the jazz scene yeah. at that time. Yeah. And that's that's where Zydeco came about. That was about to play with drums and bass and make it more danceable and mm-hmm. and a little less folky, a little bit more blues, rhythm and blues-ish. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's kind of how it evolved. And then... Uh, the guy called uh, uh, not Cedar, well, Chenier here, Clifton Chenier, mm-hmm. he actually invented the fortois, which is 
a washboard, but it's not a washboard. It's just a plate that you have over your shoulders, and it's you like sits on you. Yeah, it sits on you, and okay. you play it. You play it with the with spoons. Yeah, because the washboard you play in Cajun is a real washboard, and they play it with thimbles on their fingers. Okay, yeah, yeah. And here we play with spoons, so it it gives another beat to it because also you have the drums, so you're playing with the drums. Uh-huh. In Cajun, you don't have drums, so they have to do all the work. Uh huh. Okay. They, they usually also have a little symbol on their their washboard. We don't mm. have that. Mm. And uh, the fortois is right now mostly what separates uh, the Cajun from the Zydeco today. Really? Yeah. And that, that, what, that it just comes down to that. Well, a lot of people say that. Yeah. I mean, but there's there's so many definitions of these things, and everybody want to have their own definition of it. Yeah. But uh, it's a great instrument. That's what I play in the band. Yeah. And sing. Yeah. So, uh, so that's uh, it's fun, and uh, it's not too hard to learn to play, actually. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. I have a background in drums and percussions. So. Okay, so you can you can hold a tempo, you can hold a beat. Yeah. And if it's strapped to your chest, boy, like, might as well keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why wh- why is it that? It's so clearly there. There's a passion and there's there's a history behind it, but it's not a very well known genre. Well, I think it's because first of all, it's hard to put it into one of the big mainstream categories. Mm-hmm. But the way our band. Um, started out was uh, we had a, a tuba player actually was playing the sousaphone you know the big one mm-hmm. that you put around you mm-hmm. um, and he was a jazz musician and he went down to New Orleans because he wanted to hear some real New Orleans jazz music and he went to all the bars and everybody was playing Zydeco down there Yeah. so he came back and said hey and got rid of Kim Jesus and said let's make a Zydeco band yeah. and that was about I think it was 2001 Oh wow! Okay, right. So, uh, and they've been fighting with that band for a lot of years, and uh, well, I've been part of it like what five, six, yeah. seven years actually. So. Mm-hmm. And um, I know Kim Jesus, uh, who's the band leader um, for many years as a sound guy and, and a musician around, and and uh, we got to talk, and he wanted to make some recordings uh, of a song with the Sidico band, and I invited them into the studio, and the drummer there had to. We had to overdub with the fautois mm-hmm. later on because the drummer could only play drums and then he played the fautois. Yeah. And not very skilled, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then I said to him, well, if you ever got some jobs and were out playing, then, yeah. uh, then uh, I wouldn't mind coming along and... Um, well, was this your was, first? Was this your first introduction to the music itself or the uh, genre? Not really. I've heard uh, a few things because, I mean... If you listen to some of the Creedence Clearwater revival, they're yeah. really influenced by the whole New Orleans style and the and that, and of course uh, also um, uh, uh, that's the song. What's the name? Paul Simon did on the Graceland album. Yeah. That's actually about Clifton Chenier and the Sidico music. Okay. Uh, so I knew about it and I've heard a little about it, and so and I like it. I mean, it's. As a musician, it's always nice to make people happy. Mm-hmm. But then we came in and we practiced, and I said they had a few jobs, and uh, it was really good. And then as I asked, uh, could I please sing the ones that are in English? <laughs> because Kim is not very good at that language. Uh-huh. He plays the songs that are in French, mm-hmm. but none of us can French anyway, but it sounds mm. good anyway, Yeah, we think. <laughs> well, it's fun. So it's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. It's not... A perfect uh, music yeah. style. The funny thing about Zydeco is that stylish, we're very wide. 
Mm-hmm. We, we, our band, but a lot of other Zydeco bands also play, of course, blues and and country and yeah. rhythm and blues. And I mean, you almost have to play at least one song by by Robert Johnson and one song of. Uh, Uh, what's his name? Hank Williams. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get more mixed than that. And maybe that's why it's so difficult to to get really mainstream because everybody wanted to see. I only listen to country. I only listen to blues. I only. Li-, I mean, mm. and and we just mix it up. Yeah. It's just music. Make yeah. people happy. Dance. Yeah. What what you like to play? What what you like to play? That is just like whatever you're feeling, whatever. Like it's yeah. it, is that stuck to one thing? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Make people happy. Make them dance. And how's how's yeah. how's the Danish audience uh, take to that? Well, most people are actually. It's kind of fun because when they haven't heard this kind of music before, they're kind of wow. Mm-hmm. That's really an experience, and they're really happy, you know, because that's the thing it does. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of political things it's mm. not a lot of really sad songs that there, there might be ballads in there and there might mm. be a little thing thing in it but it's it's mostly kind of like yeah what do you call it a recess have fun yeah 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 and i think that that's that's why that that people like it mm-hmm. but also it's got a very old sound because you got the harmonica and you got the washboard and the things and yeah yeah so maybe that's why that that is hard to make it mainstream mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also it's best live Yes. Yeah, I can imagine because there's an atmosphere with it, right? I mean, even just seeing somebody play the the the, the washboard or, or sorry, what was the what's the other? I called it the fotois. The fotois, like mm-hmm. even witnessing someone being able to play that is is you know something a, a lot of people couldn't even imagine until it's it, they've seen it, you know. Yeah, and I mean when we were playing small clubs, I mean uh, the harmonica and me, we w- walked down amongst the audience, yeah. and danced with them while we were playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. In order to, to make a, a party, I mm. uh, so have you have you uh, taken it abroad? Have you toured with this? Have you played uh, outside of Denmark? Um, I haven't, and I'm not. I'm not sure if the band has earlier, but they yeah. might have. Yeah, I don't think so. So what what do you what do you make of the the Danish music scene? What do you make of like as a whole? Is it is it is it a big scene at the moment? Is it is it still strong? Well, at the coronavirus, there's there's nothing yeah. actually, and I thought that. I mean, the jazz scene in Denmark is really good. We got yeah. some good musicians. We got some good country. No, well, we got a lot of, yeah, the jazz and the, actually the heavy metal is doing really well yeah. in general. But the pop scene and the and a lot of the venues are closing in mm-hmm. on a very lot of, lot of nobody want to pay to get out and hear music in Denmark, and that's really sad. Mm-hmm. So that means that if you want to play at a just a decent venue, not not. Mm-hmm. A shitty, but then you have to have sold all the tickets before. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't. I've I've never thought of it that way, but you're right. I I, I can't see what you mean with regards to jazz and and metal being because of course you got like Copenhagen and stuff like that, which have really you know put Denmark on the map for for that kind of uh, genre. But also you have like um, is it Fontaine the 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 bar in the city yeah. center, and then you've got the amazing jazz festival playing with amazing mu- jazz musicians coming through both places. Yeah, and you got and you got places and you got study places where you can come in and hear yeah. these things. And, but the music musicians are really good. Yeah, I mean the pop scene and the things that you get out on the P3 and all this, and most mm. of it is crap. But the thing, but but the thing about those two genres we mentioned, they're they're very niche genres. Not everybody's going to go see jazz. Not everyone's going to see metal. No. So do do you think there's a do you think Danes in general want to hear m- more v- types of music and they're just not getting it, or 
is there just not that many people interested in music? Um, so these are big questions, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, but uh, no, important. But I think that um, that people are lazy. Okay. First of all, so they want to hear what they hear on the radio. They they kind of if somebody tells them that Christopher is good, yeah. then they go out and listen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was a part of uh, the Copenhagen Songwriters Festival mm-hmm. for a couple of years as a sound guy, and I played a lot of geeks there. Mm-hmm. We had amazing, amazing songwriters and musicians coming in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And we we never sold out, and we never had. We we almost have almost half of a third of the people. It's like all the people that was there were almost musicians themselves mm-hmm. because we couldn't get a spot on the radio. We couldn't get a spot on the television. We couldn't get anywhere mm. where we could announce that this was here. You could set posters up in town, but yeah, songwriters festival. What is that? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. kind of need some output to to the public. And um, right now, television commercials and things like that mm. are very expensive i think mm-hmm. he was paying more than a million for a minute or something mm-hmm. it's really yeah. big money and big industry yeah so i mean the, we need somewhere where we can put out these things are happening yeah and they're good and come in and try something else yeah yeah i think that's the biggest problem with the danish music industry mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's it, it is it is very frustrating i can imagine and especially because i was honestly i was so excited to hear zydeco coming to, to come no, no, clearly it's been here but like I, I hadn't found it yet you know oh. uh, so what was what was the plan for the festival I know it's 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 postponed and we, like I'm hoping in the very near future we can pronounce the, the next date but um announce the next date but what what were you planning what was what was the what was going to happen well there was um, I cannot remember the exact program but we had um, deals with with a guy from uh, from a black guy from New Orleans mm-hmm. who was supposed to come in and play with his Monica playing some Sadiko. Mm-hmm. We had three or four Danish bands. We had somebody who was supposed to teach some dance moves. Yeah. And and of course food. Yeah. The food. And I'm not sure if we were going to do like jambalaya or gumbo or something yeah. like that, but it was would have been some... Occasion just, chicken, right? I mean, that's, that's like... that's Something like something that. that would have been there, right? I mean, that's what I was thinking of. I mean, yeah. Spice, like all those spices and stuff. If, if, if people haven't checked out Cajun, I mean, it's... It's, it's it's It should be on the map with like <laughs> French or Italian. It's like, it's, it's amazing cuisine. Yeah. Or cornbread. I yeah. Mean, we even have a song called Cornbread. We, uh, it's, yeah. it's mentioned in so many songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I, I honestly, I think it's a fantastic uh, thing to be bringing this new uh, experience to so many people. Like those who know it will obviously be looking for it, but those who haven't, I think it's, it's excellent for people to, like yourself to be pushing these uh, fun new experiences, eye-opening uh, events that um, I think, especially in this day and age where things are getting you know, tougher and harder and stranger that just have a bit of fun and open our eyes to something different. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, it is great music. It's there to make people happy. Yeah. It's a fun little thing I like to say about it because people say Zydeco, that's a weird word. And I, and I tried to figure out what it actually meant. And kind of, if you, if you um, just translate it into English, it would be like the, uh, the snap beans aren't salty. No, the snap beans aren't salty. <laughs> that, that's 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 crazy, but of course it's slang, and it just means that the life is hard. Okay, and of course it was. 
it was for these people. I mean, this this is not the rich man's music. This yeah. is not. This is people. This is music come out out of the streets. Yeah. Actually, people have been playing them in on street corners and things like that. Yeah. Well, you have to be happy because that's the only thing you you could be happy about was the music. Well, let's have a listen to some of that happy music now. This is Jesper's band Zyde and Co with Banton Roulette. And thank you so much to Jesper Hansen for coming in and explaining to us his passion. And I really, really highly recommend people going out, checking out this music and checking out anything these guys are doing because they got a passion for it and they want to show you. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Zydeco.
upbeat, nice music there. Yeah. Now I know. Now I know. Now you know, and knowing's half the battle. G.I. Joe. Um, so, uh, d- despite what we had planned for this Saturday, do you have any other hot tips, Marius? What could we be doing? What's Marius's hot tips? Big thank you to Jesper for coming in, by the way. Yes, massive thanks. Uh, sad I didn't get to meet him. Well, uh, the hot tips for uh, for this uh, coming weekend is, uh, first and foremost, Astronomy on Tap. Um, this is uh, an event uh, happening at uh, Huset in uh, Rådhusdrede, uh, number th- uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Astronomy on Tap, it's a, it's a free series of events aimed at uh, making the latest research in astronomy and space accessible to the public. With fun talks given in simple English uh, and a quiz, and plenty of time for mingling between our speakers and guests. Uh, the theme this month is uh, Peculiar Planets to honor the recent launch of the Mars 2020 Perseverance rover. Um, speakers will be uh, Professor Morten Bo Messen uh, from KU, who has an extensive career working with NASA uh, on various Mars rovers. Um, then Dr. Rebecca Pitts from uh, KU, uh, who's an astronomer who likes to look at the birthplaces of stars, but also has an interest in planets. And she will talk about the history of finding planets around other stars and some of the weirdest planets we found to date. This is on uh, the 29th, it's a Tuesday, and it starts at 5.30 to 8. Very cool. Then, then on the 1st of October, um, you might have, uh, might have noticed uh, or heard about this, but um, there's a premiere for a, a play that I'm super excited about seeing. It's uh, The Effect, uh, written by uh, Lucy Preppel. Uh, it's produced by uh, CTC, um, directed by Carol Hayes, uh, who we had on the show. And um, yeah, it's it's a play about health synth laboratories, which you've uh, done quite a bit of re- you've done quite a bit of research on that particular uh, organization. Yes, yes, I went down the rabbit hole. You certainly um, did. <laughs> um, luckily, I came out on the other on the other side. Um, well, Hope Synth Laboratories uh, invite you to witness a live clinical trial testing the very latest developments in psychopharmacology. Join our expert team, Dr. Lorna James and Dr. Toby Seeley, at a state-of-the-art uh, live in-testing facility. Um, and I'm very excited to see, uh, first of all, they, they, uh, it's very fitting because um, they're going to you know, be extra safe, but it also fits the, the, the sort of setting of this play that it's in a sort of a very clinical uh, testing facility. So um, before all this corona uh, was upon us, they'd already planned to do it sort of where the audience is kind of an immersive experience, but sort of sort of careened into these <laughs> you know, safe um, places you're, where you can sit. Your mosquito's back, Marius. Your mosquito's back. Right. Wait, is he gone? Yeah, okay, he's gone. Because I'm moving. Did I take that from the top? No, just go from here. I'm not deleting. I'm not editing this. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping in the mosquito? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, it's a very exciting play. Uh, some great actors in it. Uh, Carol Hayes is a wonderful uh, director. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm excited to go see it. Um, especially in, in these uh, times where uh, there's not a lot of art to be had. Uh, uh, the premiere is on the first of 
First of October. Yeah, we've seen we've seen um, a couple of uh, plays by Carol Hayes, and uh, it's it's certainly something different compared to other things that are happening around uh, Copenhagen at the moment. So I highly recommend it, and it's going to be ridiculously ridiculously safe to go to, like super super yes. safe. So do not be concerned about going to see this show when it comes to quarantine or COVID. It's fine. And uh, anything else? Finally, improv made you a mixtape. This is a premiere of an improv comedy show, and myself and the other talented performers at the ITC have uh, come up with this show. It premieres on the 3rd of October, and uh, it will be inspired, the show will be inspired by, by the audience's uh, sort of suggestions of songs. So uh, it will be inspired by, by three songs selected from the audience, and uh, that will be used to sort of create a, a, a comedy show. So, uh, yeah. That sounds great. Tapes. You want to laugh? Um, then uh, come on the third of October to the ICC. When was the last time you actually made a mixtape for somebody? That was in oh, two thousand and nineteen. <laughs> no, I think two thousand and yeah, probably around there, something like that. I did. I did, I made. I I was. I made mix CDs. Yeah, that was also a mix CD. Ah, okay, right, okay, okay, yeah. But you know, but like it was a long distance relationship, so that was all we had. <laughs> the, the wow, the the uh, but like the thing nowadays is like um, Spotify playlist. You can make someone a Spotify playlist. Yeah. It's just not the same. It's just not the same. I like it's uh, yeah. yeah. There's something about getting it in your hand that sort of this person sat there and you're filthy. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's it, it no it, it, the the thought that went into it. I used to make mix CDs and I used to make covers for them as well. I used to like either draw them or like find art that suited them and like I did the whole shebang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, never got nothing out of it. Never got a girlfriend out of it. Um, just um just heartache but uh, that was also fitting for for the, the the music that i was playing so it worked out fine for everybody very true yeah i made uh i remember i made the the last one i made i i spent so much time on it i made sort of all the song titles i made it into a, a poem no sitting there for selecting songs that i liked and then i was trying to fit them in together in order so it came out as a poem also Oh my um, god! And it went uh, completely unnoticed. <laughs> oh my god! That's so. Oh, that's too much. Oh, <laughs> it was very cheesy. It was very cheesy. <laughs> uh, like I, 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 I commend your your effort, but um, but not much else. Mm. <laughs> but not much else. No. I also speaking about them. Um, that's more than she gave me. Old. <laughs> Uh, speaking of um, the, the 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 astronomy and everything, did you see that NASA just just brought out the their their um, their plans to have a the first woman on the moon by twenty twenty four? No, yeah, didn't see that. Yeah, NASA has plans in place to uh, not only bring uh, get back to the moon, but um, have the first woman on the moon by twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Because that's, that's exciting. That's uh, that's that's it. That's what that is. <laughs> I was very surprised at it. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's fucking let's go to the moon. <laughs> it would be cool to. Yeah, why are we? What are we doing there? 
Not I'm much. Just getting some more moon rocks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just having a look around, seeing the other, seeing what the other bit is like. Um, mm-hmm. No, I think I think I think it's, it might be just a little reminder that like, hey, we can do this, and hopefully they're they're. I presume they're going to use SpaceX rock, rockets. You know, because they're like they're the ones. Yeah, so it'll be it'd be cool to see like how they do it. And I've there's never been anybody on the moon in my lifetime, so that'd be pretty cool to witness. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's uh, that's where we're going to meander off on our conversation this week. Uh, Mary, seriously, man, um, I hope you're I hope you're doing okay. Uh, thanks for calling in, and I know it was a bit um, a bit random to to be doing the whole thing over the phone, but uh, I really appreciate. It. I hope our listeners were. Uh, I hope you guys don't mind the fact that we did this, but we really wanted to keep uh, keep recording and keep going. Um, yeah. uh, so please, uh, apologies about the, the sound quality if it was uh, crap, which it was every now and then. But um, yeah, um, let's try and keep things normal. Eh? I'll go talk to that fly. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let us know um, as, as soon as you get results how you're feeling. And um, hopefully we'll I shall. You, I shall. We'll have you back in the studio ASAP. That would be nice. All right, guys, that is well, the show. Take care oh, what, 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 oh, man, it was a nice, we're finishing. What, what are you saying? <laughs> I just said take care out there. All right. Okay. You done anything else? Okay, good. No. Uh, oh, for fuck. <laughs> all right. That's the show. Check out our podcast for our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and all those jazz and um, Facebook for the uh, links to the hot tips that Marius was talking about. And uh, yeah, like Mary said, stay safe. Bye. Bye. All right, cool. Uh... <laughs>